0: Hello and welcome back to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. I'm so excited to have you here today because we are going to be talking about your gut health and how it is and is not related to your mental health. We're going to talk about some common myths about serotonin in your gut, probiotics, and really how to dive deep and how to support your brain and your gut health. So I'd like to invite you to two things first which is number one our Facebook community which is free I'm posting in there every day we're going live on brain health education uh, neurotransmitters supplements exercises everything that you need to know and you can ask questions there of me live and just be part of the community and learn a lot and also I will add my free brain health program that I did a few years ago that really goes through everything in depth, in huge detail, and it's a go at your own pace, and like I said, it's free to sign up. So I'll put both of those links in the comments in the description here for you, so you can join that and learn even more on how to support your brain health. So this is that time of year, right? Like kids are going back to school, adults are going back to school, everybody's feeling overwhelmed, Whether you're a parent, a teacher, a student, and maybe you're not any of those, and you're just someone who's struggling with their brain health and feeling overwhelmed, and you can't focus, and your brain fog is building up, and you're like, oh, what do I do? I've been getting these messages all week. So where I want to start is, first of all, talking about the most common misconception in gut health and brain health, and that misconception is about serotonin. So you probably see it and have heard it that, oh, our gut makes 70% of our serotonin. If you're depressed and you're anxious, you need to take a probiotic and a prebiotic and you need to work on your leaky gut. And maybe you've done all those things and you've taken the best probiotics and you're like, yeah, I'm still depressed. <laughs> I still don't feel good. What's wrong with me? How come this isn't working? And I see a lot of people who also like sell products and they're they're spouting that, Oh, this is this is what's going to cure your depression. And one, you can't say it at because that's um, against FDA standards, of course. And two, it's just not the truth. So our gut does make its own set of neurotransmitters. We have the enteric nervous system, enteric meaning gut, the E N S, enteric nervous system, and it has its own literal contained system where it's making its own serotonin and dopamine and GABA. So yes, our gut does make a lot of serotonin. And when you do a neurotransmitter test or an organic acids test, what you're looking at is not neurotransmitters from your brain, it's actually from your gut. And that really has no significant correlation to your brain health, number one, because our Blood-brain barrier is our protective measure that our gut has, or I'm sorry, our brain has that doesn't allow toxins and viruses and all these bad things to come through into our brain. And this is why brain issues are so difficult to treat because we have a hard time pharmaceutically and chemically bypassing that blood-brain barrier. So when we say, oh, your serotonin is made in your gut, and if you have depression, you just need to take probiotics. It is not necessarily true, because the serotonin that's in your gut is for your gut. It's not for your brain. Your brain makes its own serotonin. Now, will probiotics maybe help? Absolutely. And if you've found success with taking probiotics and it changing your gut health and supporting your mental health, wonderful keep doing it that's that's not I don't have any problem with that but you most likely like myself have noticed that yeah I take probiotics and I take butyrate and I take prebiotics and I take all these things for my gut health and yeah I still have some depression or anxiety and that's okay that's not it's not on your gut and it's not on the supplements either so the way it actually works is our body takes proteins from our digestion which get broken down into their individual amino acids, and it combines it with insulin and a couple other factors, and it crosses into the brain, past that blood-brain barrier. In the brain, it meets up with different chemicals like tryptophan, iron, 5-HTP, vitamin Bs and methyl groups, magnesium, to make serotonin, which actually turns into melatonin. (laughs) And the pathways for dopamine and GABA are also similar, but with different um, compounds and enzymes and muscle groups, things like that. So when we're talking about our own serotonin, it's made within our brain. And we need to focus on the things that support our brain making these neurotransmitters instead of taking just taking GABA, because GABA is a really large molecule, and it cannot pass through that blood-brain barrier. So if you notice that you take GABA and you get really sleepy or it is really calming and relaxing for you or you find that it makes you incredibly or irrationally angry, which is a side effect of taking GABA when you don't need it, that also means that your blood-brain barrier can be leaky. So don't worry about your gut as much for your neurotransmitters and your mental health as is actually very different. Another thing I want to say while we're on this topic is that the research that has been done on neurotransmitters, mental health, and brain diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's have all been, in the past few years, come to light that most of these studies that were done were done by pharmaceutical companies that were either faking measurements, uh, creating hypotheses, and just approving them because they can make this medication and make a lot of money. And that's why the drugs for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's aren't working is because the research has been falsified and we have been lied to. So I'm not against medication for depression or anxiety or any brain health issues. But I am for understanding these processes, and SSRIs are not necessarily proven in science through valid research. So it's just something for you to think about. Now, the thing I do want to share that has been proven through research, and as we're talking about our gut health, is that toxins can travel through our stomach and our gut, up into our brain. Sometimes it goes through the vagus nerve and sometimes it's just through the blood. But a research study, which I'll link below as well, shows that a toxin that is a common herbicide that's the most widely used binds with the sugar binding proteins called lectins and can trigger Parkinson's. And they did this study on some rats, of course, and they noticed that they could track the the combination of lectins, which you find in dairy, eggs, uncooked vegetables, and travel into the brain when it's combined with this herbicide known as paraquat exposure, and that even at one dose or a really, really low dose plus the combination of lectins can trigger a formation of that protein, which is um, alpha-synuclein, in the gut, and once that's formed in the gut, it travels up the vagus nerve to the part of the brain that triggers the onset of Parkinson's. So the, professors of, says the professor of neural and behavioral sciences and the author of the study says while toxins like paraquat have been suspected of contributing to Parkinson's for decades, the scientific evidence was small. And now that we're finding that it's really these combinations of how our body is using proteins with the industrial chemicals of pesticides and herbicides and industrial runoff and xenohormones and obesogens and diabetogens, like these are all affecting our brain. And so it's really important that we do our best to eat organic when we can. I know that's not always possible, and I feel like, oh, man, it's just one more thing that we have to worry about now. But it's it's possible that the food that we're eating that is being sprayed with these chemicals, especially processed food and vegetable oil and things like that, are affecting our brain health, not only because of the inflammation they cause, not only because of the um, insult from creating autoimmunity and leaky gut, which affects the immune system, which then can cause leaky lung and leaky blood-brain barrier, we really have to focus in on how our food choices are affecting our brain health as well. So my next category was leaky gut and leaky brain, but we already kind of covered all of that as well. So That's just kind of a real quick introduction to gut health and brain health. And so really the best support that you can give yourself for your mental health and your gut health is to one, reduce inflammation by eating whole foods. Um, Make sure that you're cooking your vegetables, whether you're steaming them, sauteing them, um, whatever you want to do with them, that's, that's better. Avoiding trigger foods, um, whether you get a food sensitivity test done or we just avoid the things that we know that trigger us, mostly like gluten and dairy and uh, processed foods, things like that. You want to exercise. We want to get some movement in because not only does that help your brain, but it also helps whole body inflammation. It helps your gut move. It helps your enteric nervous system. And just walking, 20 minutes a day of walking would be great. Rebounding on a trampoline. Just get your heart rate up in a fun way. You know, play with the kids. Do yoga. Do something that gives you a little bit of challenge. And like I said, when we're talking about our neurotransmitters, we want to affect them through the precursors, which means we need a good amount of protein intake in our diet We need good digestion, so you want to make sure that you're taking your digestive enzymes every time you eat to help break down the proteins that are in our food. You might need more hydrochloric acid. You might want to try apple cider vinegar. And you also want to make sure that you're keeping a really good blood sugar balance. Because our insulin is so important in combining with protein to get into our brain to make these neurotransmitters, keep our brain immune system healthy, all of those glial cells and connections and mitochondria are really important in our brain. You want to get your blood work done because you want to check for things like anemia and vitamin D and vitamin B status because those are really important as far as mental health goes and making serotonin and neurotransmitters as well. And you want to take anti inflammatories like Neuroflam or NeuroPTX to help support the nervous system's inflammation processes and have that be calmed throughout your entire body. So, I will also link my brain health protocol with all of the supplements that I recommend. Now, you don't have to take all of them, and <laughs> please don't. Um, it's just everything's kind of in there so you can try. Um, My favorite in there is the saffron spray. Um, It's been amazing for focus and overstimulation, and we use that once in the morning. The whole family does a spray under the tongue before we go to school and drop everybody off, and then again in the afternoon before homework time, or then really any time during the day when you're feeling overwhelmed. So that's where I recommend everybody start is with that saffron spray, um, the Neuroflam, and probably the phytoE. so that way you're getting good omegas in for your brain as well, and your gut, and your hormones. So it's kind of covering a lot of bases at one time. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this quick little podcast about gut health and brain health. I hope it was helpful. And if you're looking for personalized care, Uh, please schedule a consult with me online. You can do that on my website at littleblackbagmedicine.com. Fill out all your forms online, and we will create a very personalized and detailed plan just for you based off of your needs, goals, and what your labs look like. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.